Welcome to the Adapted Eye Podcast. This podcast explores ideas related to self-growth, finding meaning, and living a more fulfilled lifestyle. It's your host, with the most, Armel Tala. And it's your host, on the low, Ben Smith. We're two college students on our own path of lifelong learning with the hope that you will join us in our journey. And now, it's time for the next episode of the Adapter Die Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another I'm not even going to say another episode. I'm just so excited <laughs> to talk about this book. I'm not going to lie. You guys see the book in the background. Well, if you're listening, you're going to figure out the book. What's the book today, Ben? Today, our book is How to Win Friends and Influence People. One of probably the most, one of the most famous books of all time, really. The it's amount very, of times the book gets recommended, like, it's insane. Like, it's, it's wild. It's wild. And I remember my first introduction to this book. I was um, being, I was a security guard, a security guard driving around. This one of the best jobs, honestly, Wait, where my self-development happened. Uh, it was before I came to college. It's like oh, really? one of the jobs because I was working at the Marriott, lost that job, uh-huh. driving around being a security guard. And, and like the nice thing was like, I'll just be, li- bro, I listen to so many YouTube videos. Like that's how I learned a lot about like personal finance. Yeah. I'd watch a whole bunch of those, but then I'd also, this is one dude, shout out to the Swedish, the Swedish investor. He doesn't just do books. Like he does book summaries and does like mm-hmm. five key takeaways from them. And he did, he did on this book. And I remember like I listened to it and I was like, like the lessons from the book, I was like, wow, like, like, cause the the name sounds a bit um, malicious. It does sound a bit malicious. I will say though, it is not malicious at all. Like it's very, it's actually very yeah. It's actually right. very obvious. It's like how to win. The book is called How to Win Friends, Influence People. Dale Carnegie. Yeah. I thought he was related to Andrew Carnegie for a second. No, low key, I did too. And I, I was like, this is a totally different, dude. Like, yeah. No, I was like, I was like, yo, Andrew Carnegie's brother or something <laughs> wrote this. Like, yo, he he got to know the secrets, but I. He, in the book he mentioned, he was like... No, he mentioned him a lot. Yeah, but he also mentioned, he was like, yeah, you know, Charles um, Charles Schwab, like, he uh, he was a great, really great dude at handling people. Yeah. That's why he was, like, one of the first people to ever get paid a million dollars a year, apparently. I think I think that's what he said. Something yeah, like that. Bring that up in the book. And um, and he goes, yeah, I interviewed him. <laughs> he just, like, suddenly puts, like, yeah, and I asked him this question, and this is a direct quote from him. I was like, yeah. wait, time out, what? You, you had access to one of the most powerful people. Like this isn't Napoleon. This last last little rant about no, um, Dale Carnegie before, because there's another like influential writer. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess around the time like Napoleon um, Hill, he Think and Grow yeah. Rich. Dude, like one of that's another like super no, like super super influential famous, book. Yeah, famous influential. book and everything. But people say like Napoleon Hill, he didn't actually know these people. Like he was just like he's kind of like the modern day guru, like the fake guru that's like, hey, if you want to become rich, you need to change your mindset, which is essentially <laughs> what the book is. I but read it. Dale Carnegie is legit. Dale Garne- no, Carnegie is legit. No, he really interviewed. He did his research. His research. He really did. But um, the one thing is this, book's, this book hypes itself no, up like crazy. It's crazy. The intro, I was like, we were talking about this. We talked about this like three times actually because it's so funny. The, the book's like, okay, I want you to skim the book. It's like in the introduction. It's like the preface of the book. It's like, oh, you should skim this book. And then once you're done, uh, then go back and actually read the book and then think about the book and then go apply the book. And then whenever you feel like you haven't applied it, like apply it again and go practice it some more. And then it's like, also keep it in your back pocket just in case. Like, he's like he just keeps going. I was like, okay. He's like, he's like, practically, this is your Bible. Yeah. This is your second Bible. He's like, you should wake up and thank God you have this book. Like, like <laughs> it, it was crazy. Like, it was so much hype, but I'm not going to lie. I was on my bed like, ooh. Like, it was like seeing yeah. like a trailer of a movie. I was like, I, I better know how to like just walk into a room and then instantly people are like, I want to be next to that dude. 
Like, like the, that's the yeah. book gave me that idea. Like, I can just walk into a room and just like instantly win just, everybody. Just over. shoot a smile and a wink and just, just not even a word. Just boom, and then melts out. Who is that dude? Ooh, Ooh. like, but okay. Enough, enough of the yeah. talking. Enough of the talking. What but why is, does this book hype itself up? First thing, what is well, the lessons? We're talking about how to be better. Just interact with humans, right? Mm-hmm. The first lesson is don't criticize, condemn. Or complain others. And this falls complain. under, he has like different sections of the book. And we've yeah. only done half. We're going to do the second half because the first half deals with more, um, well, we can apply better, like in yeah. terms of you personally, like just interacting with people in general, right. like the regular call, like everyday college student can. And then the second half of the book is more for like people that are. It's more geared towards like leadership, leadership like business like, type stuff, yeah, which is, which is like very applicable. Management. But uh, this, the first half is more applicable to just everyday life. So we'll cover the, fir- we'll cover the second half, but yeah. So don't criticize. That's the first one. And it's under fundamental techniques in handling yeah. people. There's three fundamental techniques and this is the first one. So mm-hmm. what, why shouldn't we criticize people? Man, what's, what's wrong with that? You know, I actually, the biggest reason why you shouldn't, and this is very personal, like, Mm-hmm. In high school, my coach, he wasn't very good at, and if you're listening to this coach, Thorne, sorry to call you out, but there was one thing that he, he, he was, he was very easy to like criticize you uh-huh. about a lot of things. He was just straight like, he's just, and I feel like older people there, yeah. they grew up in an environment where they like, they're just straight up. They're just be like, yo, you suck. Like you, you wouldn't things. be like that, obviously. But I guess like, I guess it's, it's that feeling whenever you get criticized, like, you instantly just feel so demoralized. Like, yep. And the one thing he keep bringing up is you're going to justify why you do. And one of the stories he brought up was, like, who was it? Al Capone or something. Like, yeah, and it was, like, he brought up, like, a bunch. But a it was bunch Al of, like, criminals yeah. and all that. But, like, the thing is, anytime you ask a criminal, why did you do it? Or, like, you know, they, they're just criticized by being in, like, you know, yeah. you throw them in jail. That's like a form of criticism. Like, right. hey, you did bad. Like the, yeah, the courts are like, you did this. And then and society's like, you right. did bad, so you're going to go in jail. And you, you always, they find a way to justify. They're like, yeah. oh, no, I was doing it for the right of whatever it is, right? Yeah. So criticizing someone, you're not going to get the response you think you will. Like, you're either yeah. just going to, one, demoralize that person and be like, well, now they're questioning, can you? Can I even do it? And that's for me in basketball. I was like, oh, damn, mm-hmm. well, am I actually even, like, good or, or whatever? And then um, second is they're just... They're just gonna justify what they did. So in right. terms like it, you don't get anything from it. But what, what, what from what did you pull about like not criticizing people? For me, it was more like kind of going off what you said. Uh, people justify everything, right? So like people don't like to blame themselves for anything. So especially if someone is criticizing you, right? But you don't blame yourself for something. What's your reaction? You're gonna be like, oh well, you know, if Mel is criticizing me and I don't blame myself or whatever, then I think it's personal that Mel is like criticizing me, right? So then it creates tension between me and Mel. Mm-hmm. And then the kind of a second point is that in psychology, this is a, a dude named B.F. Skinner. He went over this. Is that positive reinforcement works way better than negative reinforcement. Negative reinforcement being criticizing to correct some action. Positive reinforcement being like, yo, Mel, great job last week on the podcast. Like, I really love the energy, you know, et cetera. That's going to motivate him way more to, to give us that same energy rather than me being like, yeah, I mean, a couple weeks ago, your energy wasn't great. You know, pick it up next time. So, you know, try again, bud. Like, yeah, it just, it, it's very demoralizing. Like you like, hear ah. that? You, if I heard that you said that to me, I'd be like, but, and then in turn, one, I'd be like, okay, and then I would, it would turn turn something negative because then I would look, be like, okay, how do, how can I criticize him? Like, what did he do that right. wasn't so great, right? So you get that negative feedback. But let's draw this line now and ask, mm-hmm. well, when can you criticize someone, right? Because like criticism isn't always bad. Like, yeah, this is one of those things where this almost when I first heard this, it sounded very conflicting. It's like, don't you want criticism? Isn't right. that how you improve by hearing like honestly what you do? So. um is there, do you have any insight about how to actually criticize people if they say don't criticize people? For sure. I mean, 
the, his whole point with saying not like don't criticize is really like in a social setting. Like if you're hanging out with people and someone says something, you know, about something that you know well, I guess, and they, you know it's wrong. If it has no impact on anything, then why say anything? Just let that, just let it go. That was his point, really. But in some scenarios, it is important for you to criticize, right? So let's say you're uh, you're on a basketball team and like you know you're working together and you need someone to work with you on a certain point, and then when they mess up, it affects everyone else. So then you do need to criticize. But the point there was just examine yourself before you criticize others. Okay, that's exactly so, what I was going like, to hit yeah, on. Like look at yourself and be like, all right, what am I doing wrong? And even tell the other person that. Be like, hey, like I messed this up. I'm sorry that I could have helped you more in X, Y, Z, but it would also really help me if you could do this for me as well. Mm -hmm. So it's more of an approach of, I'm not perfect, neither are you, I'm not expecting you to be, but it would really help us both if you could do X, Y, Z for mm -hmm. yourself and, and then, for us. And then you can also, last thing on this point, you could also lay out like how you will improve, what you will do to improve. Right. And also the, you know, constructive criticism and the thing where you can give the person positive, something positive at the beginning, say, hey, mm -hmm. you did this really well, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then like, oh, but you know, you could also improve this and then overall, like yeah. you, you'd be even better. So that's one way about looking. Don't criticize people, like definitely like, Think about what you do, and if right. you are going to criticize them, make sure you add some positive reinforcement. You know, criticize yourself or let them know about, like, yeah. you, both of y'all are not perfect. Then second, not least, this kind of goes hand in hand, but you want to appreciate people, man. Yeah. Like, when someone does something good, like, you want... You like, should let them know. You should let them know. But, but why? Why Why is... So we, we kind of went over the criticism, right? Mm -hmm. But this appreciation thing is, is actually really important. Um, what is the root reason why appreciation can be so effective in your management of human relations and that's number one is because and again everything we're saying this is we're pulling from dale carnegie and this is us just synthesizing yes. it but people want to feel important like the feeling of it like that's almost what that's what continues to i feel like that's what is that's the reason why society is where it is today yeah. because of that feeling of wanting to be useful be right. productive citizens um, you know, just wanting to feel like you matter is yeah. super important because because whenever you're whenever you get appreciated, it lets you it lets you know that like okay, like you know, I'm adding value to something or someone appreciates the work I'm doing. You know, you feel important. Like, hey Ben, like you know, you did a really dope job on the podcast. Like you're Thanks, you know, you're bro. a fundamental part. Like you know, sometimes I'll, I'll compliment Ben, be like, you know, Ben is important. He does all this work for the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, like, well, uh, but you know that that alone, like. It makes it makes Ben probably feel important. Like you know, I am a big contributor to this podcast, yeah. and yeah. especially when you're dealing with people and like yeah. in a in a team setting, like you want everyone to. If you want to get the most out of people, right. you have to you you gotta have them feel like they are important to what you're trying to do. Right, and, and kind of going off that, it's like if you tell someone if you're giving appreciation, that lets them know they're important, right? Um, but it also lets them know in the future what they should be doing if they want to keep getting that feeling of importance. Because if you're saying, yo, Mel, last time we hopped on the podcast, great job, right? And I give you a, a you know, I'm, I'm like, man, your energy, your synthesis, your articulateness, I loved it. It was great. Um, then next time he hops on the podcast, he's like, all right, if I just do that again, then I'm fulfilling my purpose, my impact. It kind of feeds those feelings, if that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what that appreciation does in terms of reinforcing that same behavior in the future, which kind of goes back to that positive reinforcement. Um, and, and another thing, like some people may struggle, like, I don't know if any, but one, number one, actually being that you mm -hmm. want this to be sincere and yes. like, honest, like you don't want to go hype, like, you, you know, dude scores zero points, zero points or something. Again, bring up a lot of sports reference or someone on your team, like absolutely does nothing to right. the group. Like you don't want to go in there and be like, yo, thank you so much for helping out the group. Or you want to go like, bro, you killed it when you was playing out there. Like 
You're it, not. That's not being honest. It has to be saying? a sincere compliment. You have to really like look at someone and say, what do they do right? And then give them a compliment on that. Because that means a lot more. It can't be flattery is what Mel is saying. But what about for the people that struggle with this? Like that, that apparently that just can't seem to appreciate others. Let's let's start with, uh, I want to hear a quote from Armelicus Milius real quick oh, about this. A little early and then we can synthesize. From Ralph Waldo Emerson. I think I read a couple of his poems back in my junior year. Something. But okay. um, every man I meet is my superior in some way. And that I learned of him. Can you say that again, just for emphasis? <laughs> Every man I meet is my superior in some way, and that I learn of him. So here, just, just take that, take one, let's take five seconds to just let that sink in. Okay, five seconds is a long time. That is a long time. <laughs> Anyways, um, so kind of what he's saying here is like, every person that you meet is better than you in some aspect of life, okay? And so I feel like a lot of times we focus on ourselves. We say, okay, um, I want to feel secure in myself. So I focus on the things that I'm better at than everyone else. But that's kind of the wrong way to approach people. You should be looking at it and say, what is everyone else better than me at, right? And then how can I learn from them, from those things that I am worse at? How can I bridge that gap between my weaknesses and others, right? And so a lot of times if you're struggling to give compliments, it's really not because you, you, you're bad at compliments, it's because you're focusing too much on what you're better at than other people instead of focusing on what other people are better at than you, probably because you feel insecure in some way. That's like just put, me being honest. And, and another thing too is like, that can help is recognizing those insecurities. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard, like people don't wanna do it because you know, you're having to deal with things that you're bad at and you right. naturally don't wanna view yourself in that light. But one, being okay with the fact that like, you're just not going to be the best at anything. You Any can. of the smartest people in the world, like most successful, they will never yeah. think that they're an expert in anything. They could have built the biggest business in their industry. They could have gotten a PhD from the best school and the best yep. thing. Like those people still will say, at least the best ones, the top at their game will say like, I don't know everything. Like I'm still not, like, even though you, I guess I'm categorized, they have the credentials as an expert in mm -hmm. it. Like I still believe that I can continue to grow. I right. can continue to learn. So Having that mindset, you're going to pull that mindset just by listening to this podcast daily, baby. Okay, maybe not daily. Weekly, Weekly. baby. Weekly. So that just goes hand in hand with what we do here. But last but not least, all of these, like you guys are going to realize like all of these techniques, especially when it comes to, you know, handling people, mm -hmm. very similar as long as long with the next topic of ways to like have, make people like you. But this last one, arouse in, other, in, un, arouse in the other person an eager want. So... If you're wanting to, like, if you want to get someone to do something for you, right, right. or, like, you can't force them to want to do it. Yeah. That's one I mean, thing. It's like... It, and, you I mean, so people might argue with that, and they say, well, what if I point a gun to your head? Well, you're not really forcing them to do it. You're just saying, you're, you're shifting their desire, so they're only doing what you want because they don't want to die. So that's actually, you're just shifting their desires. That people only do things that they want to do, if that makes sense. So keep going, though. No, yeah, people... Sorry. It's like... Like you, um, it's like one thing. Like if you want someone to be super successful, and like you really believe that they can do it. Like, mm -hmm. sure, you can tell them all that you want. You can, you know, you know, give them appreciation. You know, don't mm -hmm. criticize them. Give them the positive feedback, reinforcement. But if there's not that that eat that that want from them, like it doesn't, right. it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. So the question is like, how do you get that want from them? Same and that's question. simply well, number one by doing the first things that we said. But also number two, like something. I'll give you guys an example. So in my org, I have have um. This this um this woman called Elizabeth. I I, I didn't know to say a girl or woman. I don't know. This, her we're, her we're, in the, we're in the middle age of we're in the very we're age of like growing up. But so 
So Elizabeth, um, I asked her, I was like, hey, look, I want to do a podcast for this org so we can get our names out there, and I want a co-host, and I really want, I really want a woman to be a part, um, be a co-host on this because, yeah. I, especially in STEM, it's gonna be really cool if someone comes across our page and they're like, oh, there's a woman in STEM, like I can do it, like it encourages, right. it bring, um, it encourages more, more people to get into it. So I was like, yeah, I definitely need that. And so I told her that, and I was like, and, you know, at first she was really like, oh, I don't. I don't know, like, I'm not the type of person, like, I'm not a really good talker, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and, and then you, she's telling me this, I'm like, boy, you capping, like, the reason why I asked is because she was, like, she's in the meetings, like, yeah. super energetic, like, talking, like, yeah. having, like, I even, I barely talked to her, and we have good conversations, and I was like, mm. so what I told her was, like, no, like, I think you'd be really good at it, like, on, like honestly, like, I, the reason why I'm reaching out and asking you is because I think you'd be a perfect fit, Right. and then eventually, as time went on, and she accepted the role, now she's hitting me up being like, Yo, I can't wait to record the podcast. Like, I, I really can't. So, yeah. And then and one of the advice, like, but to synthesize what I was really saying, though, is like, one, you can you can arouse that eager want from people by mm-hmm. letting them know, like, letting them know that like, you believe that they can do they can do that thing. Right. Right. That's one thing. And another thing this um that the book the book mentions is also like really understanding people's interests. Right. So if you can take I think if you can take someone's interest mm-hmm. and kind of tailor and kind of tailor that like what you want them to do right and make it and make it fit to what they really are interested in you can arouse that in them by f- seeing them f- by seeing the connection i'm going to insert real quick this makes think about this from like a business point of view like if you want something to buy some if you want someone to buy something from you you have to consider their interests right yeah. so you only get people to do something or, for, or anything really by getting them to by, by aligning your interests with theirs right and then the real question off that I have for you is, how do I understand someone's interests? How do I how do I do that? You close your mouth, and you open your ears. Oh. And that's and the asking question. It's just it's truly asking questions yeah. to the point because people love talking about themselves. Like man, oh, yeah. like people love talking about themselves because we don't get that opportunity to always do it. Right. So if you simply just keep asking questions. Just keep asking, like, hey, you know, what do you like about this? And you have to, and the re- reason why you really have to, like, just close your mouth and really listen is because you need to make those connections. They won't directly tell you, like, oh, this specific thing right. is going to, like, pull this eager out of me. But if you, like, realize a trend of when you're talking to someone, like, hey, they keep bringing this up. Or, mm-hmm. you know, when they talked about this part of their life, they got super excited. You, right. guys, you just see it in their face. So it's it's very simple. It's not There's not this magical yeah. secret to it. It's simply just... Listen, be a good listener and make sure that you're actively listening and thinking about like, okay, what is this person like? What is this like? If you do that, it's easy again. I think this plays really well into our next point of, so that was the three fundamental techniques. Yeah, but now I want people to like me. Yeah, you you want people to like you, right? And what you just said fits perfectly. Um, Talking about you need to be, this is the first thing, you have to be genuinely interested in other people, Okay. I will say that Armel is probably the best person I know at this. When I first met him, no, seriously, <laughs> he would ask me, he'd ask me so many questions about me where I'd almost, I'd be like, I, I would talk about me for like a while and I'd be like, oh shit, like, I don't know anything about Armel. Like, <laughs> why haven't I asked him? And it was just because he would just ask me questions and then he would literally, like, he wouldn't just ask me a basic question. He'd ask me a question, I'd answer it. And then he'd pick something out of my answer and ask me a better question than the one before. And it was just like this rabbit hole of what he was interested about my life. And it was cool because he really did like, 
he wanted to know more and I was like that's dope like it made me feel important it made me feel appreciated I, like, I had a good conversation right and he was listening like there's so many things that he was doing right in that way and it was just because he was just genuinely interested in what I had to say and I and felt then, really good know, about that I, I picked out his little genuine interest and then I was like bam got him on the podcast you see <laughs> I, I you can arouse those eager wants out of people but not like seriously though I think for me like one I I realize that I do that, but I don't realize that I do that. You because, definitely do it well. Like, yeah, it's like it's, it's like I just I don't know. One, I feel weird, like just being like, oh, let me let me insert myself. Like, oh, I just you know, yeah. you bring up something. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I did that too. Like, I, to me, when someone does that, it's like, is it a competition, bro? Like, right. you know, another thing. But also, it's probably from this book that I I learned. Like, I promise you, over that is. summer when I was um when I was just watching those videos, it just, it made so much sense. And when you're like talking and talking to someone, also, I also like just like the, 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 the secrecy when I'm like, I finished talking to someone and they have absolutely no clue and you about know everything me and about I know them. everything about them. Like, I really like that point. But again, you see how one, over time, me and Ben relationship ended up building off of this simple idea of just yeah. like genuinely being interested in that. And that's right. how I figured out that me and him had so much in common. Had like, a lot in common. Like, we still do. Like, a, way too much in common. And at one point, like, if me and Ben live together, it would just be like living with myself. No, low key. <laughs> I just wake up and, like, me and Ben are just both waking up at like 7 a.m. in yeah. the morning. Like, why? <laughs> like, why? But that's another one. And I don't think we really need stress. It's, one thing that also um, that's brought up in this, this is difficult though. It's like remembering someone's birthday. Okay, yeah, that's such an easy. easy way to be to tell someone you're interested in them or you remember them or make them feel important. That no one does. No, no one does. But like we're just really bad at it. Like outside of my small group of friends, you know, my brother, my parents. Like I don't really remember people's birthdays like that. Just kind of like yeah, even whatever. In my group of friends. And I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes like I know my parents' birthday, but then I gotta think like, yeah, no, am I, I right? Mean. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like is that right? Like I want to double check, make sure that's correct. But I think at this point it's it's pretty ingrained. Yeah. But that's an easy application. Easy Remember application. someone's birthday? Yeah. Or, seriously, again, shut up and just listen. Just you got two ears and one mouth for a reason. And that goes perfectly into this next point. Just be a good listener, man. Yeah. Just Encourage others to talk about themselves. Right. I mean, that's, those those two things go hand in hand. But I, I know you kind of want to talk about this. Uh, so listening, listening. <laughs> I was like, I, I did, I did want to talk about this. I mean, we kind of already hit it a lot. So no, we definitely did. And if you just want to hit, like, touch on it, then we can keep moving. Um, and, and it, it goes so well. Like the reason why I feel like this book, like a lot of people really like this book, is just because these, these ideas, these techniques that he gives you, they, they all just fall. It all falls into this big bubble of just be a good person, man. It really does. Like, and then, but it's like be a good. Like people are like, okay, be a good person. But this really tells you like how to actually be a good person and yeah. being a good listener this is something that is not just important when you're talking about people but you're talking mm -hmm. in like your career like if you're able to one if you're able to one listen to like your man your boss and like really get to understand them like every time they talk you know about something like you you remember maybe something specific and you bring that right. up in a conversation y'all have and you guys are able to have a better connection a better rapport a better connection i don't even know if i use the word rapport right i just, yeah. just yeah. want to expand perfect. my vocabulary yeah. right you see your boy expanding his vocabulary that's what, SAT vocabulary that's what reading words. does to you man i <laughs> I, I, just, I read and i'll just like google words i don't know that's Big how you brain learn thinking. they brain, Big brain thinking but on that, but also if like if you're in meetings and you're the person that's actually paying attention to what's happening, or if you're a good listener and you're able to pay attention in class, like the ability to be a good listener is far greater. And every single like I, I like quotes a lot, and so, <laughs> I like quote I like quotes a lot, man. Hit, like, him, hit him with another one. Obviously, you can't tell. Give hit me one more. One? No, I, I never. I can never. I can he never me the quote, quote like every time. Top of my head. 
I have I have one the one of the ones I like is um uh Dale Carnegie. He says you can't build a reputation on what you're gonna do. Like that one just hit. That one hits me, bro. I'm like like I think about Damn. that one every day. Like I'm like cuz I be I be I be I talk a lot, man. I'll be like, "Yo, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. going to do this." And I'm like, "F it. Like you can't do you, like yeah. you can't. Like no one's going to remember you as the dude that is the dude that just said it." But back to the point of being a good listener is um is every 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 philosopher or whatever I hear, they always talk about the ability to listen is powerful. The ability to be silent is powerful just because like sometimes like you you don't sometimes you oversay things, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like if you're just able to listen again, you can extract so much important information. And yep. information is what's going to separate you in every single aspect of your life. So that is my rant on it. But you know, Tom, we gotta move to Ben's Would cute get- smile. <laughs> Cause I don't smile. I like your smile. Nah, stop lying to me. I do like your smile. Oh, Bro, people are gonna think we gay, bro. Hey, no, no offense to that. No offense to that. Be, be your person. Be as happy as you want. But I don't like Ben like that. <laughs> but what yeah, if, no. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so smiling. Okay, guys, let's just think about this logically. I'm not. It's not take science. Although I, I have, I could go into science, but I'm not going to. The think dopamine. about think about the energy that a dog gives you. When you see a dog, aren't you just happy? Like you're just like happy, right? Because you see a dog and the dog's like a dog's smiling, dog's excited to see you, tail's wagging, they just want some love, right? That is the type of energy that you convey when you come up to people and you smile and you have that infectious energy. People love that, okay? That's not something that you have to it doesn't just like pop out of thin air, okay? You have to make that happen, okay? And if you do, people will they really appreciate that. They're like, dang, like I really enjoyed hanging around George today because just, you know, just all the time because he's always, he makes me feel good inside. And that's because they, they, people feed off of your energy and a smile is the core of that. Okay. So that's kind of my, my overview of why you should smile. And it has so many applications. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to say this, uh, without any research back in, backing it up, but people who smile, they manage better. Okay. They teach better. They're better parents. Um, they're also more happy just generally in their life, okay? So I know it's like a, huge, like even, a long like little blur, but smiling can really improve your life. I don't even think you need research really to understand that because it's like just think about all the people that yeah. you've interacted with that you've enjoyed. They've all had some type of more positive energy. I don't know one person that's like, you know, that really mundane professor <laughs> that just comes in every day and he's just so upset. He complains about his wife and right. he, he was just, I just say, I just really enjoyed his class. I've never heard anyone say that. Never nice. heard anyone say, you know, that salesperson that was just like having a horrible day was in a terrible mood. Like, yeah, yeah I just, I bought a car from him. Like, so it, logically you, you just know. Yeah. And we're not even going to hit on this point too much just because I, I want to hit a quote real quick. Oh, Ben loves quotes. Make a quote, Ben. Oh yeah. Yeah. Please hit this quote. You must have a good time meeting people if you expect them to have a good time meeting you. It's by Dale Carnegie in the book. But doesn't that just make sense? Like, if you are not smiling and having a good time, people will not enjoy your company. That's simple as that. Um, so we'll move on. Simple just because, to the point. Simple to the point. Just because. But uh, Another thing we brought up, though, yeah. and show you, you know, wanting to get waste and you want to get people to like you. So be interested in others. Be a good listener. Smile. Make the other person feel important. We've already we, hit already this. We've already touched but it's very important. But it's it's... It's so important that, like, he, again, he brought he brings it up twice in this book in different segments. I'm pretty yep. sure he brings it up more throughout the book yeah, as well. Easily. Like the, the the idea of feeling important to me is just 
is huge because there's this idea like UBI. If anybody heard of like universal basic income, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this argument against UBI that says, well, if you introduce UBI, you kind of strip away what like what humans fundamentally desire, and that's the one, the feeling of being important, being feeling like they're useful to something right. or someone. And so by saying like, hey, like, you know, robots have taken over your job, automation has taken over your mm-hmm. job, and we just can't figure out what to do with you, so we're just gonna give you money, and you can just sit around, and be useless, and like this. I'm I'm saying this very cynically. No, yeah. Um, yeah no. And if if you've ever listened to Jordan Peterson, he's brought up this argument as well. Like this is who I got it from, actually. And you're ta- so you're taking away that like that feeling of importance. It's like right. It, it makes so much sense because to me, whenever I have days where I'm sitting around and I'm not like doing anything or. You know, I just like I like in the morning, like I wake up very sluggish. Like yeah. I just feel so unfulfilled. You know, right. like fulfillment comes from two things, in my opinion. It comes from spending quality times with the people that you actually care about. Got that one from Ben. And two, this one's me. <laughs> well, not what I said, but one something that I lean toward a lot more towards. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, you know, um, is that you get you get fulfillment through 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 your progression towards a goal, not actually achieving yeah. that goal, but progressing towards a goal. But in those two things, what's in common? There's this feeling of there's this feeling of being useful, being wanted. Like when you're around your friends, family, you feel wanted. You're like, you know, you're yeah. having a good time. You're all interacting. Right. You feel wanted. When you're working towards something, you feel like you're progressing. You feel important. Yeah. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna really reach this big goal, or right. you know, you see yourself progressing towards that. So that feeling of importance, if you can put that on someone and be like, yo. I really think you can do, you know, you give someone a leadership role in your mm-hmm. organization. I really think you can do this, man. Like, you know, like you're, you're a big part of this, you're a big part of this, um, big part of this organization. Right. They're going to take more responsibility. They're naturally going to be like, yo, I feel like, I, I feel like, you know, I really got to live up to that. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that's really big. Is there anything you want to add to that? I just want to hit, just to hit this home. Think about when we like all wait, the things wait. we just said. Time out. If you listen, if you haven't listened, <laughs> if, you, if haven't you haven't listened to anything else we said in this <laughs> podcast, Listen right now. Every point that we've mentioned so far has to deal with this point of making others feel important, okay? If you criticize someone, that makes them feel less important, okay? Giving honest appreciation, that makes them feel more, more important. important. If you're um, arousing an eager interest by considering their needs, needs? that makes them feel more, more important, important, right? If you're com- genuinely interested, that makes them feel important. If you're listening, that makes them feel important. If you're smiling, that says, I like you, that makes, makes them, them feel, feel important. important. Okay, everything comes back to the fact that people need to feel loved and appreciated and important, okay? That is kind of the core idea behind a lot of these things. So a and lot of these ideas. last but not least, the sweetest and most important sound to anybody's to anybody's ear in no matter what language is their name. Is their name, man. Don't like, forget it. You ever you ever like, you know, you just walk in and you just hear someone, "Yo, Ben." Like don't you just like You're just well, like it, it depends sometimes. I'm not going to well, lie. Yeah, it, does. it depends a bit. But like most, most of the time. time <laughs> most, most of the, of the time, time you're like, "Man, you just turn around. You're like, who's calling for yeah, me? Like, I, like, that's how I'm like. I'm like, ooh, who, 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 who's interested in me right now? Like, and especially when you don't expect it too. It's yeah. like, especially when you don't expect it, because there's a thing of getting approached, be like, yo, bro. It's like, okay, cool. You know, right. what's up? I've seen you before, and it's like, yo, Armel. Oh, I saw. I know you, the homie. Like, yeah, you, 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 you really know me um, like that. Yeah. Like, I really know you like that. So that's. I don't know. It, we don't. Yeah, we only hit on this too much, but it's just it's such a subtle. But effective compliment when you meet someone for the for just one time and they say their name and then three weeks later you're like yo what's good bro and like you're like what's good you know Jor, insert name there right yeah. like, you, you, like they really appreciate the fact that you remember their name especially if they don't remember yours they're like oh dang like he really values me it's kind of back to the importance thing right if someone remembers your name 
it, it means a lot to you because you're like, wow, I must have been memorable, which makes you feel important. Yeah, and there's two things that I, I and I want to hit home on this. Mm-hmm. It's number one, like, and it's it's really important when you're first, like, especially dealing with like net, if you're focused on networking, but um, it's earlier in the relationship if you're yes. remembering someone's yes. name, like yes. early in the relationship, if you meet them once, like Ben says, and you turn around, you're able to like remember their name and bring it up, like. In my mind, whenever that happens to me, I'm like, yo, damn, like, he remembered my name. Like, right, I, yeah. I don't even remember his. And it's yeah. like, so that alone will, like, it, you will be remembered more by that person because you said their name after just barely meeting them. But I think there is a time when, like, the name being used is like, I'm not yeah, always no, like, yo, right. I'm always like, Ben, Ben, Ben. But, like, yeah. you know, you get to a point where you just refer to each other as something common. Yeah. It's like, bro, da da da. So when I brought that up earlier, of course, there's like, different based on y'all's relationship and how long Absolutely. you've known each other the effectiveness of a name of using that person's name it diminishes it, it diminishes yeah yeah what is it called like the law of diminishing returns or whatever blah, blah, yeah. blah. i just Some, I, I just throw that law every time yeah. i think that law applies <laughs> to everything like there's diminishing returns in everything but i think after hitting home on such i i'm now, talking about this made me really excited mm-hmm. just because, like, now for me personally, like, I'm trying to, you know, build an organization in, um, at, at school. So, like, I feel like I can really take these and apply yeah. them. But I think I have bad memory. I already forgot. So, I think I need some <clears throat> rapid recap. We're back with the rapid the recap. recap. <sighs> Man, I don't, I don't know how much time I should give you on this one. You know, like minute, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Uh, I'm gonna give you one, uh, one third of that. You got twenty seconds. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one sixth of two minutes. But nah, I was, I was thinking off of a minute. I got you. Hey, I don't got play you. me, boy. Double I'm major a- in math. Don't, don't <laughs> play me. All right, you got twenty seconds. Starting now. Okay. There are three fundamental principles with dealing with people. First, don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Second, give honest and sincere appreciation. Third, arouse the another person a near one. The second thing is how to make people like you, become genuinely interested, smile, remember that remember their name, be a good listener, and finally the thing that ties it all back together, make the other person feel important through all these things. Done. You hit that like on the clock. That was like buzzer beater, like he let it go. There's you know, right now the NBA is reviewing it. They're like, hmm, did it really go off his fingertips right oh, on time? Three. Barely. But barely. All right. Y'all got the gist of it. Now for my favorite part of the episode, and this is one of my favorite quotes. It's a little long. But Armelicus Milius, take us away. The reason why rivers and seas receive the homage of a hundred mountain streams is that they keep below them. Thus, they are able to reign over all the mountain streams. So the sage wishing to be above men puts himself below them. Wishing to be before them, he puts himself behind them. Thus thou, his place, be above men. They do not feel his weight, though his place be before them. They do not count it an injury. So profound. I, if you didn't get that, Mel, can you uh, recap what this means? Simply put, the best leaders are those that you really can't, like, are those that are not, you know, putting themselves in front and being, like, taking all the, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, the credit for the accomplishments. It's not the one that's, you know, you see them on the front of every page. The best leaders are those that are working behind their team, that they're not yep. they're not having their team trying to lift them up and carry them. Right. They're actually under their team trying to carry, trying to support them. That's yeah. kind of the really idea of being point. like under, as in like yeah. you're the support system to your team. Your team is not just there to support your ideas right. and everything. So I think so I think if you truly want to get people to, you know, one respect you, you truly want to you truly want to be a better leader, be a better person when dealing mm-hmm. with people, is just to understand that 
you can't think that you're better or above anybody. That right. that in itself, that thinking will just put you below. Everyone has something to offer, right? So treat them like they do have something to offer. And kind of going back to the leadership thing, the I think the highest form of leadership is service because as a leader, your job is to enable others to do their job and you are inherently serving them. So that's what it means to be a leader. It means to serve others at the expense of your own self through sacrifice. That's what my definition of being a leader means. So, so this was our little quick, yeah. quick, quick dive into the book. There's definitely going to be a part two because there's so much more we didn't cover yes, and it's going to be a lot, a lot more focused on leadership. Yep. So hope you guys really pulled something for this one. Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Adapter Dive. Follow our TikTok at AOD, AOD Media. Subscribe to us on YouTube uh-huh. right below AOD Media. Um, AOD Media. Just, just check us out everywhere, just check us man. Out, guys. Check us out everywhere. Check out the blog. Check out the clothes. The check blog. it all out. All the links to your will friends. be down below in the description. And also, below, we're going to be adding a form where you can um, where you can put a request on like what topics you want us to talk yes. about because you know we're slowly growing we're growing mm-hmm. this we're growing the base so while we're small we want to make sure that we interact we yeah. get as much interaction no matter how much we scale of course we're going to continue to interact with everybody because yes. you guys are really important to us you guys is what makes us look at me using using some of the tactics in this I'm making y'all feel important <laughs> they are guys, <laughs> you guys are you guys we, genuinely are we genuinely appreciate y'all listening so much um, we put so much effort into trying to benefit ourselves but really benefit y'all as well because we're trying to help others in this crazy world and that's our goal so thank you so much for listening it means the world and we'll catch y'all next week when we talk about what are we going to be talking about next week next week oh discipline discipline yes we're going to be talking about discipline from a more personal very personal standpoint yes an anecdotal point of view of discipline peace peace